Welcome to the uh, program. I want to talk to you a little bit about Jace Medical. We live in the United States. We've always thought that we were the leader on things. We are quickly, quickly falling behind, um, and we are sabotaging ourselves on energy and medicine. Medicine is uh, kind of an important thing, and we don't make them here in America. Right now, you can get life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. You can get them by filling out a simple online form, in some cases jumping on a quick call with one of Jace Medical Board certified physicians. You'll also have access to ongoing care from those physicians on any treatment-related questions. You should be empowered to care for yourself and have some of these vital medications yourself at your home. Jace Medical will help you with the Jace case. JaceMedical.com. Use the promo code BECK. JaceMedical.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. I'm going to put the news into perspective today. Uh, we're going to we're going to explain today and tonight exactly what is happening and why certain things are happening. For instance, uh, in Chicago, the city of Chicago has now been forced to rehire and pay lost wages to workers that were fired for refusing a COVID vaccine mandate. Okay. But that doesn't include the police. Why? I'll explain in 60 seconds. Uh, All of us want good quality food as well as a good price. Um, Things are getting out of hand. Have you been to McDonald's lately? I went to McDonald's, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. And I think it was like $9 for a Happy Meal. I mean, it was like, excuse me, I think the speaker's broken. How much? nine dollars and that's for uh, stuff that i don't even know has meat in it i'm not sure (laughs) you need to make sure you lock in where you can find good quality american beef i mean really good they have have absolutely everything that you would possibly ever want uh, and they'll lock in the price now it is good ranchers Make sure that you go to GoodRanchers.com. Please consider subscribing. Lock in your price because inflation is going to go up and up and up. And for that price, you're getting the best quality meats raised and sourced entirely here in America by American ranchers from American farmers. They don't deal with meat from overseas. You can get chicken, beef, pork. Uh, you can get fish, all of it from America and really good. And you'll get free bacon for a year, a pound and a half every single month. Uh, that's a $240 value. You get it free just for joining. Just go to goodranchers.com, goodranchers.com. Use the promo code BECK for $20 off your box. 
and free bacon. Great meat, secure price, and a bonus of 20 bucks. Can't miss it. GoodRanchers.com, promo code Beck. GoodRanchers.com, promo code Beck. All right, as you will learn tonight on the TV show, we're doing a very important show tonight that I think will put things into perspective and also um, a running list. And, and we don't have time to go into all of them, uh, but I probably am going to, I think it's probably going to take me 10 minutes just to go through uh, all of the things that the media has said were conspiracy theories. And then they change their mind. And these conspiracy theories, you were marked if you believe these or questioned. Really, all they were is questions. Wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. I think this is what's going on. Or I think this is what we should do, not that. You were dangerous to the report. They always say democracy. You were a danger to democracy. How can speaking out and questioning as individuals, democracy, remember, one vote per man, every vote counts, every voice counts. So how can a democracy be hurt when people are saying, wait a minute, my voice needs to be heard? There are three things that you need to do this, according to the CIA. According to the CIA, there are three things that you have to do to overthrow and become an authoritarian government. You have to weaponize all kinds of different things. The first thing that you have to you have to have is the military. Now, it can't just be, you know, that you're in charge of the military. You have to actually weaponize it. It cannot be apolitical. That's what we've always had. An apolitical military doesn't matter. They serve the American people, protect and defend the Constitution. And no matter who the commander in chief is, he's the guy. That's the way Americans have always done this. However, if you're if you're wanting to have a um, an authoritarian state, you have to politicize and weaponize the military. It becomes a vehicle for government propaganda. It's it's not just the first line of defense against hostile foreign threats. It's a reflection of the regime's political arm, and it is feared and must be feared by anyone who has a different opinion. So how do you do that? This is so important to understand. How do you weaponize a military? There's a couple of examples here where we can show you. You have to clean house. Do you remember what the Biden administration did right after January 6th? In my lifetime, I had never heard this. I didn't even know that. What are you talking about? Do you remember the first thing they did after January 6th? Yeah, nobody remembers this until I say it. They stood the entire military down. Remember that? They said, we're standing all of the military down until we root out these white supremacist um, uh, extremists, national extremists from among our ranks. Okay? And they found some people. We never even really reported on who those people were. 
They found people and ejected them from the military. Okay? The second culling came when? They did it again. They marked you as someone who had to be removed if you wouldn't take the COVID vaccine, even for religious reasons. And I contend especially for religious reasons. That was the second call. Notice those people are not coming back. That happens in the police force. That happens in the military. It also happens in healthcare. Those people are no longer welcome. Well, you've just got rid of the people that will stand up against you. You've weaponized it because what you did is you call all of those people out and then you start preaching the uh, view of the administration. It becomes woke. And it can be used. That's the first thing you have to do. The second thing you have to do is control the money. Now, they've done this. If you control the money, you control people. But you can't have so-called gray markets. You can't have people trading, people being able to buy things. Not black market, gray market. A black market is, that's an illegal good. Drugs are a black market. Those are illegal. You cannot buy them. You go to jail if you buy them. Gray are in authoritarian regimes. Gray market are things that you're not supposed to buy, but people buy them anyway because it's it's there. Some of them are basic necessities. You know, you're in the former Soviet Union. I can buy maybe some bread on a gray market. There's a baker. Somebody is like, I'll hold this for you, but you're going to pay a little more. That's the gray market. You can get in trouble if the regime singles you out. But generally, they look the other way. So if, you re- if you're taking control of a people, you first must have a black market and an open market. No gray market. Everything has to go through the state, has to be recorded. Well, we have that now. If they can monitor and control your spending... You can eliminate then any form of finance, any form of trade at all for every single person. Now, let me ask you, have you seen what's happening with the banks today? There is yet another bank, a regional bank, not a big bank. The big banks are safe. The small banks, the regional banks, they're the ones that are in trouble. And the Fed will be there To bail them out. Everybody will get your deposit. But in the end, we will only have a few banks. Okay? Why is that happening? Because it is the local bank that is connected to the community. It is connected to you. The local bank is always the driver of small businesses. So if you can make sure through digital currency... That you control the markets. I know what you're spending and I can shut you off at any time. And you can control the banks, which in turn, ESG, controls the insurance companies. You control everybody's life. So, control the military, make it into a weapon. 
get rid of all of the good guys that understand the Constitution. Get rid of them. Weaponize it. Control the money. And the last one is control the media. Now, we know the media is is in the bag, right? We all know the mainstream media. If you don't know that now, I mean, why are you even listening to this broadcast? If you don't know that by now. Uh, so the media, the mainstream media, and I put Fox into this category, mainstream media, one way or another, and all at different levels, in the bag, they are now just a propaganda machine for the administration. But they do something even more important. They choose the experts. They will highlight the people that have already been run through the educational system. Because they control the educational system, they control the media because whoever's coming out of the educational system, and then you get all the experts that have been trained in that education system, and you pick the ones that have the right point of view, and you make them the source. This is why they hate Elon Musk so much. Because he's broken all the rules. They welcomed him because I think they thought he was one of them. Once he started to see how crazy they were, he started speaking out and doing things his way. That's being an American. Going your own way. That's why they hate him. Hate him. Because he's the expert that most Americans follow. He's the one that Americans go, you know, nobody makes sense. This guy's making sense. I don't know if he's going to end up being a good guy or a bad guy in the end. I don't know. But right now, he's the only guy making sense. He's the only guy that gives me hope that there can be a better tomorrow. That's what the average person thinks. That goes against their system. That's why they've pulled out all of the stops to destroy him. They have to destroy him. The way they destroy him, the way they destroy you, is through conspiracy theories. Tonight, I'm going to go through the, those stories that were deemed conspiracy theories. That we all looked at each other and went, how is this a conspiracy theory? It's right there in open. What do you mean they're not going to ban gas stoves? Yes, they are. They just said it, A, and they're banning it in several states and cities. What are you talking about? No, that's a conspiracy theory. Why do they do that? I'll explain that on tonight's program. 9 p.m. Blaze TV. If you don't have Blaze TV, please join us. Now is the time. I mean, this, I, I'm going to be honest with you. This show, the Blaze TV, it is for those people who have the guts to stand by their country now, who have the guts. It is red pill, blue pill. If you want to go back to sleep, I, I, I always think of that, that line that Frodo said to Gandalf, because it was so, it's so how I feel. I just wish this wouldn't have happened in my time. Why, why is it my time? Why, why, really? 
And what has Gandalf said? He said, we all wish this wouldn't have happened in our time. But that's not for us to decide. All that we have to decide is what to do with the time given to us. So if you have decided to do your own thing and just, you know, uh, make hay while the sun shines. This probably is not the show for you, and the blaze is probably not the thing for you. But if you are somebody who understands the concept of a winter warrior, somebody who's in the thick of it, somebody who will uh, have a, it's just a rough time, but I'd rather have that rough time than my children and my grandchildren having that rough time, then this is for you. We'll see you tonight at 9 o'clock. Please join the blaze now. You can join using the code question everything. It comes from Thomas Jefferson. Question everything. You use that as the promo code. You'll save $20 off your subscription now at blazetv.com slash Glenn. And it's a great place to go after you've watched Tucker Carlson on Fox News at 8 p.m. You can go right over to... Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. That's not even on anymore. It's not on anymore. What are people going to do the hour before your great special? I don't know. Maybe MSNBC? Right after a brand new Studios America. That's right. Yes, Studios, Studios America. America. Eight o'clock. You got you yeah. got time. What is Ta- your what's your you were you we what's all your know, topic tonight? Uh, we are going to go a little bit into the Tucker Carlson uh, situation. In Ooh. fact, we're going to dish a little bit about our time over at Fox News Ooh. and discuss how some of the headlines today oh. are eerily similar. <laughs> eerily similar <laughs> things that we remember. We haven't even talked about this know, yet, but I've I wanted to. I saw a start of the, some of the headlines come out yesterday, and I'm like. Oh, wow. Do I know that's true? Yeah. You know, uh, there's a lot there. Yeah. I mean, again, Fox News is a really important institution and we can't lose it. It's it, no. We don't want it to do to uh, go down the tubes. It's yeah. really important. Uh, but a lot of the things that went on years ago when we were there are similar to what Tucker, I yeah. think, is going through now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We'll and, go through uh, some of that today. Yeah, we'll go through that at uh, 8 o'clock. At 9 o'clock, I will show you why the words conspiracy theory are so important for you to understand what they're trying to do. And uh, look at the record. It's astounding when you see it. It's a chalkboard show. I love it when he does those chalkboards. They're so fun and funny. And I learned so much. Chalkboard show tonight, 9 p.m. Blaze TV. All right. Trying to lead a normal life when you're dealing with pain all day, in and out of every, every moment of your day. You know, uh... It's fun. It's fun. You know, kind of like, you know, when you have the moon on a pogo stick and then gravity kicks in and you're crushed. I love that. I love that. If you would like to get away from your pain, would you please try Relief Factor? Relief Factor. I know you're skeptical. I was skeptical. I didn't think it would work for me, but it does. Could it work for you? 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. So please try the three-week quick start. It is $19.95. It's a trial pack. $19.95. Relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. $19.95. Three week quick start now. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. So why is the city of Chicago not having to hire the police back? Because 
they cannot have those people back. You can't have people that are going to be pushbacks. You need to cause chaos. You know what? You know what uh, Gavin Newsom did while he is praising San Francisco left and right. He's now called in the National Guard to keep peace on the streets in San Francisco. Why? Because none of this, you know, cancel the police stuff was good. What? Yeah, I know. Wait, that didn't no, work? No, I know. No, it didn't. I know it's a shock. I, I honestly think we're going to get to a period very soon where crime is going to dramatically drop in San Francisco because there will be no stores sure. left to, to rob. Sure. At some point, you clear oh, out no. all the businesses and then there's nothing left to steal. What are you going to do? I mean, they had two big major chains again leave yesterday. Did you see the, tar- the pictures from Target in San Francisco? Oh, yeah. They're putting... The entire store behind did you not security go glass. To, did you not go to New York and, and go into one of the stores in New York? I went into CVS in New York. New York City? No. Exactly I'm... the same way. You had to wait. There was nothing. You could not touch a shelf. It was all behind glass with a key. Like they used to have like per specific like controlled substances. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they right. would throw them behind there. Or something really expensive, maybe they'd throw it behind the glass. Correct. Now the whole store. Every Soap. Everything is behind glass and you stand there and you wait at the aisle until somebody comes over and unlocks the case. And you say, I'd like two bars of soap, please. And they'll give you the soap and then they lock it back up. Okay. Can you, can you, don't walk away. No, wait. You need like a personal shopper. You do. To get through the store. You do. Is that the way you want to live America? Is that the country we want to be? I don't. I don't. I don't know what we have in common anymore. I really don't. You see what the Washington uh, Democrats are doing. They passed a bill now in Washington state that will let strangers shelter your children. I would like to call it kidnapping. If your child runs away and wants sex changes or abortions without telling you, they'll be sheltered by strangers and the state will be legally bound to not tell you where your child is. That's kidnapping. But that's just an extension of what Joe Biden said a couple of days ago, that Mm. every child is the collective child. You don't have the right to have your child. The Glenn Beck Program. Pam wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She says, Winston, my six-year-old Sheltie, picky eater. I've been very impressed because he'll pick the dry food with Rough Green's over his wet food any day. And that's saying a lot. It would take him two days to eat a cup of dry food before. Now he gobbles it down. He's uh, been on the product now for three weeks, and I am so happy just on his eating habits. That is the first thing that you will notice with Rough Greens. If you have a dog that it's hard for them to eat or hard for you to feed them because they just won't eat, that's the first thing that you'll see. Your dog will start eating their food. So they get the nutrition that is, you know, if there is any nutrition in kibble food and all of the nutrition in the probiotics and antioxidants and vitamins, minerals that are in Rough Greens. You sprinkle that on the food and watch them go to town. It's roughgreens.com. Get your first bag free. Just uh, pay for shipping at roughgreens, R-U-F-F-greens.com slash back. Or you can call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck or 833-GLEN33 and get your first bag of Rough Greens free.
And you can head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code question everything for 20 bucks off Blaze TV. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. There are uh, a lot of things to uh, discuss today. Let's get into the Tucker Carlson um, stories. There is one from Rolling Stone that I believe absolutely. Uh, the headline was Fox News has a secret file to keep him in check. Rolling Stone. Absolutely believe that. I've told you that story. I think I've told you that story about uh, a meeting I had with Roger Ailes where he was bluffing. Uh, and the only reason why I knew that is because I'd already told you everything bad in my life. Uh, I don't hide from the bad things and the mistakes that I've made. I learn from them and uh, try to use them to help, you know, uh, shape today and tomorrow uh, in my own life. And I've written books about it and blah, blah, blah. I vomited on the air for years. So I wasn't afraid of anything that they could dig up because I'm clean. Um, and uh, so he was bluffing. And he had this big, I knew they were investigating me because we just knew. Uh, I won't go into all the details. Had a big file on. Then he bluffed, made the biggest error of his, his life with me. He said, you know, you've got a wonderful wife. And I am now, my hair is up on the back of my neck. And I'm like, yes, I do. Why do you say that? And he said, well, it's always a shame when somebody does something to hurt a woman like that. And man, I almost crawled over the desk at him. And I just looked at him and said, that's why that has never happened. And I looked at him and we had like a third grade stare down for, we just kept staring at each other. He was, you know, who's going to flinch? And I'm like, I'm not flinching, dude. I know that they do this to all of their talent. They use, they investigate, investigate, investigate. If they have anything they use it against you. If, uh, uh, should I tell the story of the first day? I don't think we've ever told that. I don't know. I don't. Do you remember the, the card <laughs> slipped across the table to me? Yeah. I honestly don't remember the specifics of the story you're thinking of. So I'm a little, a little nervous. <laughs> so here, I th <laughs> think this person is. Don't give, you know. I won't give their name, but I think they're still there. Um, I had my welcome to the company meeting. And I was sitting there, and I was sitting there with my business partner at the time. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, you know, here's your, here's your hoodie. Here's your cup. Right, right. Here's your paperwork for, you know. And then the last thing was, and sh this woman never looked at me the entire time. She never made eye contact with me. And I'm like, am I so hideous that she just can't look at me? She was looking at my business partner the entire time. And I, I even tried to like sit a little closer to my business partner to try to get, you know, maybe, maybe she can't move her head or I don't know what it is. So will she look at me? She never looked at me once until the very end. And she said, look, the last thing I want to say to you is we all make mistakes and you'll find yourself in a situation at some point and you'll be like, uh Oh, what do I do? 
before you call an attorney, before you call the police, before you make a call to anyone, and she reached down in her purse, she took out a card, she put it on the table, and she slid it across. And as she said this, the first time and only time she made eye contact with me, she slid it across the table and she said, you'd be amazed at what we can make disappear. And I was like, oh my, I'm working for the mob. What is that? Okay. Um, I don't know if the, everybody got that talk, but I got that talk. Oh, they probably assumed you were worse than everyone else, <laughs> which, you know, is not a crazy assumption. <laughs> it was, it, that was, that was so I walked hmm. away. That was day one. And I walked away and I'm like, wow. Um, who did I just get in bed with? And, uh, and then, then nothing ever happened except, you know, then they investigated me and tried to use anything that they could find against me. Luckily, I could. Anyway, so the story from the Rolling Stone, Fox News has a secret file to keep him in check. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't disagree. Is it really secret at this point? I mean, this has been it's certainly an open secret within media circles. Yeah. And I doubt he has do anything. I doubt he has anything that he is ashamed of. You know, that's. That's more of a warning. That's a leak mm-hmm. uh, to Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing they do. They leak things. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, Some people have alleged that. Yeah. And you're just covering their alleging of that information. It was amazing, Roger Ailes. Every time there would be a leak, he'd say, damn it, who did that? And I said, I don't know. Somebody in the PR department, according to my sources, you've got to be. Do you have a name? No, I don't have a name. Well, I'm going to look into it. Damn it, that makes me mad. And they never, they never able they never, to find the person. It's like, it's like the uh, Supreme Court leak. You yes. just could never come it up is. with a person. It's like the, it could be the person that was leaking that stuff was the person that put the <laughs> pipe bomb there in January six. <laughs> lots know. of unsolved mysteries. I don't know That's where why they was had a Ray show Epps? about it. Where was Ray Epps? <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so then you have another story on Tucker Carlson, and I don't know. Do we have the? Uh, do we have the? Uh, clip of this he gave a speech last week last friday and friday apparently is the night that they made the decision and he gave a speech for the 50th anniversary of the heritage foundation and he said this it's completely obvious and i think two things one we should say that and stop engaging in these totally fraudulent debates where we are using the terms that we used in 1991 when I started at Heritage, as if maybe, you know, I could just win the debate if I marshaled more facts. I've tried that, doesn't work. And two, maybe we should all take just like 10 minutes a day to say a prayer about it. I'm serious, like why not? And I'm saying that to you, not as some kind of evangelist, I'm literally saying that to you as an Episcopalian. The Samaritans of our time. I'm coming to you from the most humble and lowly theological position you can. I'm literally an Episcopalian, okay? And even I have concluded it might be worth taking just 10 minutes out of your busy schedule to say a prayer for the future, and I hope you will. Okay, now let me give you some context on this. He was talking about the difference of good and evil and, you know, marshalling, you know, facts to fight things like CRT and uh, DEI, et cetera, et cetera. Now, Rupert's son, Rupert Murdoch's son, 
uh, is the one that made the decision to fire Carlson along with Suzanne Scott. This is this is something that bothers Rupert deeply, deeply bothers him. Uh, I was told not to use the word God on the air anymore. And I was like, wow. Um, okay. And they're like, uh, you know, you gotta stop using it. And three months go by and he comes back and he says, do you know how many times did you, do you not remember when I said, don't talk about God all the time? And I said, yes. And he said, um, do you know how many times you've said God on the air since that? <laughs> I looked at him and I kind of laughed and I said, you counted? And he said, I can't remember the number, but it was like 91 times. I'm like, huh? Now stop it. Okay, well, I didn't. But that really bothered them. That really bothered them. Rupert doesn't like that. There was a, a dinner um, uh, with Rupert and his ex-fiance a couple of months ago. Carlson was at the dinner. This is according to a source, and, you know, this is Vanity Fair, so what do you know? Um, they, they reported that Murdoch and Smith called off their two-week engagement because Smith had told Tucker Carlson he was a messenger from God. Murdoch had seen Carlson and Smith discuss religion firsthand. In March, Carlson had dinner at Murdoch's Bel Air Vineyard with Murdoch and Smith, according to the source. During dinner, Smith pulled out a Bible and started reading passages from the book of Exodus. Rupert just stood there and stared, said the source. A few days after the dinner, Murdoch and Smith called off the wedding. By taking Carlson off the air, Murdoch is also taking away his ex's favorite show. Uh, mm. I think there is something to that. It's one thing to be doubtful of God, but doing it when you're 92 is another. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's it just, just feels like the that's the time yeah. to just be maybe on yeah. the other side of that argument. Right. You, you know, know what? I kind of, it's like Constantine. <laughs> hey, I had to do some really horrible things. I had to rape and pillage my whole life, but I'm dying, Doc. I've got about five minutes. I confess. I love Jesus. <laughs> you know. I don't know how far that gets you mm -hmm. in heaven. I don't know either, but you I know, take but the risk at 92. I, 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 certainly, I, I certainly wouldn't be leaking this stuff to the media. I, I certainly would do the exact same thing. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is My Patriot Supply. Uh, you know, it, do you want to know? Uh, and would you do anything about it if you knew what was coming? We, we are living in a time where a lot of people just don't want to know. And it's going to be worse for them because they didn't think about They'll panic. If you think about the worst things that could happen and then you just prepare for it, then you're like, I'm going to be so excited when I'm wrong about, you know, the dollar collapse and everything else. If all that stuff is wrong... I am going to be a pig in poop. I'm going to love it. I've prepared. If it does happen, I'm not going to freak out. If it does happen, hopefully you won't. If you haven't prepared yet, please, my Patriot Supply, order today and get a free gravity-powered water filtration system. It's a $279 value. This thing will clean any water. We actually used it on the streets in New York. In New York, we, well, we had interns that 
or suing us now, I'm sure. But uh, we went and we got muddy water from the street of New York and we filtered it through that. And somebody was nuts enough to drink it. And I claim they had no medical issues. I swear, Your Honor. This thing is amazing. MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Get your three-month boxes uh, delivered in unmarked boxes, along with your free water filtration system at MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. When's the last time you checked your legal title, uh, you know, to your home? Uh, I mean, never is my guess. Maybe you actually looked at one of the pieces of paper you were signing when you were buying your house and you noticed it then. I mean, that's about it. Our home's titles are online now. And of course, you know, once a criminal accesses it and decides to forge, forge your signature, it's a race against time to stop him before he takes out loans against your home or sells it out from underneath you. You could be evicted for this. You wouldn't even know. Like, when's the last time you checked? Do you even know right now if your home's title is in your name? Um, so what do you do? Home title lock is the answer to this. Uh, they have they showed me how ugly this can get because at one point they sent me a home title. It was my home title with my name signed on it. And they were like, if we filed this right now, you'd be in this position. Now, luckily, they didn't do that. They don't want to go to prison. Um, and it, it can happen to people. Um, uh, but Home Title Lock is there to help shut this down before all of this can go wrong. And that's what you need to do. Prevent it. Don't deal with it afterward. It's a, it would be a disaster. Uh, so be proactive and, of course, uh, stop the crime before it happens. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Find out for right now for free if your, name, uh, if your title's in the wrong name. Get 30 risk-free days of protection when you use the promo code BECK at HomeTitleLock.com. The code is BECK at HomeTitleLock.com. Protect yourself at HomeTitleLock.com. Code is BECK. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Um, up in Michigan, there is a school district uh, that uh, told the kids they couldn't wear their Let's Go Brandon sweatshirts. And the students now are uh, are suing the school. I mean, have you seen what's on sweatshirts? And, you know, would there be a problem with a Joe Biden for president T-shirt there in Michigan? I, I highly doubt it. Uh, but uh, we'll see. There's a couple of court cases that are happening right now that are so critically important. Um, the The final hearing now for this session of the Supreme Court is happening this week. And it is a case called Tyler v. Hennepin uh, County. This is a 90-year-old, I'm sorry, 94-year-old Minnesota grandma. And she didn't pay her property tax. And so the government seized her condominium um, because she didn't pay her taxes. And she had, I think, $12,000 worth of taxes. So they take her home. Then they sell it. She doesn't complain. I couldn't afford the taxes. So I didn't pay them. However, they turned a profit of $25,000 after everything was paid. And she's like, that's my money. That, that's my equity in this. And they're like, no, you didn't have any equity and you didn't pay your taxes. And so the the it's surprising. It's 
I think the friends of the court uh, are New Jersey, New York, Oregon, I think. They're all states that it would just socialist states take everything from you. They're arguing now that if you lose property uh, because of non-payment of taxes, they can take all of it. No matter how much it is, you owe $30,000 in taxes and you have a $250,000 home. Let's just say it's paid for. They don't just take the 12000 that you owe. They take all of it. Do you really think that that's fair and right? If this isn't overturned, good luck. Good luck. You live in the wrong place in the country they will absolutely take everything you own for taxes because the city is going to need it. The state is going to need it. You don't need your home. 94-year-old uh, grandmother. She's arguing it in the Supreme Court. I, I, court. I think it happens today. Does that, sound, does that sound reasonable to you still? It does not. No. And how many cases have we talked about like this? This is happening all over the country. All over the country. And you realize, like, sometimes these types of things happen to, I don't know, celebrities or whatever, and they become big stories. But, like, these happen, these sorts of abuses happen to regular people all the time. Do you know how many people, I'll go out someplace, I'll have dinner, somebody will slip me a note, hey, this is happening to a friend of mine, can you look into this? All the time. Yeah, it's so, so hard because obviously you, you can't. You can't do all of them. We but. can't. But that just shows you, you know, your only resort is to get public, the public behind you because there are no police. You don't run to the government for help. The government is the criminal. The government's the one doing it. So where do you go? That's the problem. That's why we have a republic. Not a democracy. We have a republic and we have a bill of rights. And if you start just accepting that they violate the the balance of power and the bill of rights, you got nothing. You got nothing. Let's stand for those things that really, truly matter. I'm tired of fighting against. Let's fight for things. Let's fight for the truth, for God, children, family, the bill of rights. That's what I'm for. I'm against corruption, but I'm for our communities. Let's be for these things, not just against. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you about my medic. Every moment matters when there's an emergency situation. One minute you're driving down the road with your loved one in a car, the next there's an accident. Hopefully nobody is bleeding out in your car. Uh, but maybe you just pull over to the side and you see somebody bleeding a lot. What do you do? I don't know. I, I mean, I've got the Band-Aids in the back of my car. You need a real medic kit, especially in the times we live. This is something, it's a life-saving kit that can even handle gunshot wounds. I mean, it's it's serious. Um, MyMedic.com slash Beck. MyMedic.com slash Beck. Get yours today. Everybody should have one of these. MyMedic.com slash Beck. Get one uh, and be prepared. Now, all right, we're going to talk a little bit about this Biden economy when we, when we come back. 
you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, these morons that think that they are dancing on uh, Tucker Carlson's grave. Morons. Uh, they, they have no idea. They're just kind of, I guess, trampling on his launch party. He's going to be bigger than ever when he comes back. Megan Kelly was talking about this yesterday because Keith Oberman started calling him names and everything else. Listen to it. I love Megan Kelly. Listen to this. Even uh, Keith Oberman was saying similar things, uh, comparing Tucker to a Nazi. He also, for good measure, decided to tweet about me because I said Tucker is going to be better off without Fox and said something to the effect of, you got fired from Fox and NBC. What would you know about it? So first of all, you misstate the circumstances of my departure from NBC, sir. That's all I'm allowed to say about it. Uh, And as for Fox, there were widely reported facts that I was offered $100 million to stay there. Uh, But the record's very clear that I left voluntarily because I wanted to raise my family, something you don't know anything about because no one would marry you and you have no children. You have a cold, lonely life in which you become a bitter, bitter man, something I wouldn't know anything about because my life is joyful and I've managed to raise my own children. And someday, I hope you have that pleasure. But I don't have high hopes it's going to happen. This is, I mean, is that the greatest slam ever? So nice, so peaceful, so joyous. You know, you're a bitter man, and I don't know that because my life is full of joy. Bye-bye. All right, let me tell you about uh, Preborn. Preborn is one of my favorite sponsors um, because these guys are in the battle of our lifetime right now. And I don't think there is anything more important than fighting for human rights. And I mean the Bill of Rights, the rights that God has given all of us and fighting for the protection from people's upside down view of rights. You don't have the right to kill a child. You just don't. They are in the business of saving children. And it's not just that they're against it. They are for children. They're for the moms. They love these people who come in and they want an abortion. There's no judgment. They're like, look, you know, we all make mistakes. We all do things that, you know, we regret or now we're facing this problem. But it's it's all going to work out for the best. Let's just not kill the baby. They have rescued over 200,000 babies by giving women free ultrasounds. When a mom meets her baby on the screen and hears the heartbeat, she is so likely to pick life. It changes the game. It's a miracle, really. So how do we fight? We fight with love. We fight with the truth. $28 is what an ultrasound costs. You could save a life for $28. Dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. Visit preborn.com slash Beck. Sponsored by Preborn. All right, you sick, twisted freak. So there's a couple of things uh, going on. First of all, I read this op-ed and I didn't even read. uh, It was from The Blaze. I didn't read who wrote it. It was uh, Biden hasn't been investing in America. He's been killing the middle class. And I'm reading it and I get down to the last part. Uh, and I am like, we've got to get this person on. And then I see at the bottom, Carol Roth, her <laughs> new book. You will own nothing. Carol, you are, you and I are on. We, are, we, we have like mind melded some way or another. 
Um, take us through your op-ed that's on the blaze. Yeah, I think we're, we're spending a lot of time together uh, on air, Glenn. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're, we're starting to think the same way. So, it, you know, Biden launches this plan for reelection and talks about how he's been investing in America. And all I can think about is the fact that we cannot quite literally afford another four years of Biden because he and his cronies, they've been making themselves out to be champions of the middle class. Mm -hmm. But all they've done is decimate the middle class. If you think about what's happened since day one with his energy policy, not only making direct energy costs um, more expensive, but all of the ancillary products that go along with that. The inflation that has happened under his watch, 40-year historic inflation that we are still contending with that is a real cost to families. Things like hiring IRS agents to go after not the billionaires, you don't have $80 billion to go after the 800 billionaires, but obviously to go after the middle class. ESG doubling down on the fact that they want to prioritize their investments and the things that they're interested in politically over your investment return on and on and on. And then he talks about the fact that he's been fiscally responsible. Not only has he run up substantial deficits, but for this fiscal year, the first half of it, we have a $1.1 trillion deficit, not spending, but a deficit that hasn't been paid for for just the first half of the year. For six months. I just want, I just want, just, so let's say this and then pause for a minute. In six months, we have spent more money than we had to the tune of $1.1 trillion. And, and, and there is no emergency going on. They can't hide this under, oh, it's COVID or there's something special. This is just the trajectory of spending that they are, are putting us on the path to. And, you know, we're having this argument over the debt ceiling and how we're going to finance all of the, this debt that we have. The reality is that nobody in the world wants our debt anymore. There's no demand for our debt. In fact, big countries like China are actually getting rid of yeah. our debts. Investors are, you know, maybe on a, a short-term basis will invest, but there's not trillions of dollars of demand every year for new debt. So the only buyer that is going to exist for the debt is the Federal Reserve. And that means that they are going to, on an ongoing basis into the future, be the ones that have to buy the debt which means they're going to continue to devalue your dollar. They're going to keep inflation as a part of your life. And this is part of the entire plan to make sure that they come out smelling like a rose and you own nothing. Um, you know, I, I'm doing a special on conspiracy theories tonight and how, gee, all of them turn out to be conspiracy facts. Um but when it comes to finance, there are a lot of people that are just pounding the drum. And it's it's almost well, I think it is actually evil because so many people will be unprepared when it when it finally hits. Um, but I said back in 2009, the Fed will begin to buy our debt. And they said it will never happen, never happen. And I said it's coming. It is coming. Um, so now they're doing that. Now, they also said that the dollar would never collapse. And I have heard really smart broadcasters 
say this talk of the dollar being, you know, dumped as the king dollar is nonsense. It's not going to happen. It's not going to be devalued. We've already gone from 73 percent in 2001 of being everybody's gold standard, 73 percent of of all of the the um, I guess you would call them sovereign funds where they're holding the wealth. Reserve, was, yeah, reserve the reserves. Currencies. Thank you. Yeah. The reserve currencies. That was the U.S. dollar. We're down now to 47 percent and we have gained speed on losing it. 10 times faster than the last decade. This is a problem. Yes, you took the words out of my mouth. The acceleration of the dumping of the dollar on the world stage is pretty staggering. Now, you know, we, we always go back to the fact that we are the, the cleanest shirt in the laundry or the skinniest kid at fat camp. You know, we still have a very resilient population um, who is very productive on a relative basis to the rest of the world and a lot of good things that are happening. And, and frankly, that is what is backing our dollar on the, the international stage. It's not the faith in the government that they're going to do the right thing they like to say it's the fact that we have this productive po uh, population as well as a military. But you know, over time, um, certainly there are a lot of actors that are looking to shift the alliance. So even if it's not the dollar goes away, it just becomes one of several different reserves that are being used. It completely changes the equation for us, Glad, because one of the biggest privileges that there are a lot of cons with being the the reserve currency, but sure. one of the biggest privileges is the fact that the that we get an arbitrage opportunity it keeps our debt artificially low and that has allowed the US government to finance their expansion and become unwieldy at a very low cost of capital on the back of basically everybody in the world, which they're not very happy about. If that goes away, that's what's called the exorbitant privilege, then that means, again, it becomes more expensive to finance the debt, which theoretically you would think is a red flag to the government. You know, As the, the Fed raises interest rates, as, as it becomes more expensive for the government to finance debt, it should be a signal to say, okay, well, and we've got to stop spending. Right. And what are they doing? They are accelerating spending this is a fiscal runaway train and it is going to derail if we do not do something to stop this is exactly like if you own a house and you bought your house at zero percent and you've been buying them for zero percent and you just start stacking up houses and you really can't afford them and then the interest rate goes up to eight percent and you're on an adjustable mortgage here you, you didn't lock it in so it goes up to five percent eight percent ten percent and you accelerate the amount of houses and how fast you're buying houses. Instead, anyone with reason would stop buying houses. They would reduce their debt, not continue to uh, not only pile on debt, but increase the 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 uh, uh, the volume and the speed of accumulating that debt. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. And and what we're asking for shouldn't be a big shift. If you think about how much the government took in in quote unquote revenue, which is you know primarily our tax dollars last year, it was a hair shy of five trillion dollars. They had five trillion dollars that they could have spent 
and not gone into an extra deficit that needed to be financed with debt. If you rolled back to 2018 and 2019, they spent at those levels. I mean, that's not very long ago that we would have a surplus that they could use to pay down the debt and try to get us on track. But they don't care because this is not part of the plan. This is not part of the new financial world order where the stakes are shifting. They see that the stakes are shifting. And instead of trying to do the right thing and stopping them, they're giving into human nature. They're giving into greed and power. They're going to try to get everything for themselves. And in the process, as I've said before, you will own nothing. So here is the reality of America that if you're not living it, you need to know about it. McDonald's now says they're having a problem because they've raised their prices due to inflation and everything else. A, a McDonald's meal now is $9. One McDonald's meal. They're saying people are downsizing even more than they already have downsized. And there's no stimulus money. There's nothing coming. So people are starting to really live on the edge. This isn't good. Uh, And then on top of it, if anybody thought our banking crisis was over, can you tell me what's happening with First Republic today? (laughs) So, you know, as we talked about before, there's certainly, um, you know, we we weren't we didn't think that we were going to be out of the woodwork when it came to bank crises. And uh, one of the things that I did, which I can share in a tweet, I think I've sent over to you is I kind of plotted out some of what I call the lowlights because I can't call them highlights of the Great Recession financial crisis. And it really does kind of show in a staggering detail how long it took for things to play out. And so we really really are probably still in somewhat early innings, maybe a third or getting close to halfway through what could possibly happen if history indeed rhymes. But what happened with First Republic, in a sense, is not dissimilar to what happened with Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. And certainly they have not yet collapsed. But as they reported their financial results, they let us know that in the last quarter, 40 percent of deposits exited that particular company, even though they had gotten a cash infusion, a massive cash cash infusion from 11 different banks. And all of this is the outgrowth of the Fed policy of not having the market make decisions, but of this indulgent, negligent Fed policy that just put too much money in the in into the market that couldn't be handled. Now, every bank did something a little bit different. If you had Signature Bank, it was on the crypto side and Silicon Valley Bank, they put too much into treasuries. It was different uh, for First Republic because they were making loans out to wealthy people who basically said, oh, I can get all this money in the stock market. Maybe I'll take a 1% mortgage out on my house. And now they're sitting around with mortgages that, um, you know, are, are are paying them less than the, what they have to pay for deposits. So it's not a good situation. But again, it's engendered by Fed policy. Yeah, and we're, we're not done uh, here. Let me give you one more story. I'm going to come back and I want to get your opinion on a story about um, cargo ships, mm. our clothing, our gadgets, almost everything you buy in a store. It comes from a shipping container sailing across the ocean. of the world's traded goods, 80% is in a shipping container that's going overseas. What does it mean when uh, those ships have to change for the planet? Give you the latest on that coming up in just a second. Um, 
What if shopping for high-quality window coverings was all of a sudden really simple, affordable, fast? You didn't have to go anywhere, stand around, wait and talk to somebody who were just like, oh, can you just cut to the chase? You don't have to have anybody come over and measure or anything. It's easy with Blinds.com. You don't have to leave your home to shop for blinds, shades, shutters, and drapes because their design consultants are so good at what they do. You're, you're not going to have to have the people come out two or three times just to get the thing done. It's affordable because on top of their already great prices, Blinds.com is always running specials on their amazing products. It's fast. Their installation specialists can come and do the whole thing for one low cost, no matter how many windows you're ordering for. There's a reason Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings and has over 40,000 five-star reviews. Shop Blinds.com now. Save 45% off selected products. It's Blinds.com. 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, so um, I read a story, and I'm not sure if you're up on this, but uh, the European Union has reached an agreement to require an 80% drop in shipping fuel greenhouse gases intensity. Um, And they are requiring, in the meantime, uh, shipping lines to pay for the greenhouse gases that are being shipped. Uh, This is um, causing some problems. Uh, Most of the ships are less than 20 years old, so they don't have to be replaced. Shipping now is starting to come to a halt because it is under pressure now, and the United Nations is jumping on the bandwagon. If we throw another wrench into the supply chain, are we doing anything at all? Are we doing anything to strengthen us doing business here in America, us making our own medicine, us making anything. No, I mean, this is um, this is a big challenge. And it reminds me, you know, of one of the stories that I researched for the book, You Will Own Nothing. It reminds me of what they did in Sri Lanka, where mm-hmm. they wanted to be this model ESG com- uh, country. And so they said, well, to do that, we're going to ban chemical fertilizers, not looking at the chain reaction that would happen there. And they ended up in a food crisis. It's the same type of policies that are happening. And certainly some of the people are doing this completely intentionally but the useful idiots are going oh this is great we're going to save the planet but they haven't thought three steps ahead on what this means in terms of getting goods and services to you and if you can get them what the cost may be this is what happens when you have central planners playing god with the global economy and you're right the chain reaction from a a supply chain basis we've certainly i'm sure learned a little bit of lessons but we don't have all of the raw materials we don't have all of the supplies to be able to get a fraction of what we need in order to live anywhere near the quality or standard of life that we have today which is why people like alex epstein who talk about fossil fuels you know talk about it from a human flourishing perspective. It's very important. And I can tell you what, while all of these developed countries are doing this, you know who's laughing is the BRIC countries, the ones Mm -hmm. that have lots of oil, the ones who are looking to grow their economies and 
understanding that they're going to have access to this fuel, probably un unlimited access, probably at cheaper prices because there's less demand for it on a, a worldwide basis because of the suppression. And they are going to be the ones that flourish at our expense. So many times we have looked at things with uh, with too small of eyes. Um, they're not these socialists and, and anarchists and, and, and all the people tearing your country apart. They do, they're not just looking for the redistribution of wealth within the country. They are looking to ship our wealth to other places. It is making us poor to hold up other countries that they feel it's their turn. That's that is absolutely what's happening. I've got about 10 seconds. Yes, Carol. and they're all they're all they're also uh, making sure that they get all the money via their green investments as well. So they're in on it on the other side too. Uh, thank you so much, Carol Roth. Uh, Carol Roth, you've you've got to read her new book. It's coming out right after mine. Um, you will own nothing. You can find her at carolroth.com/glen. carolroth.com/glen. The Glenn Beck Program. Michael wrote in about his experience with Relief Factory. He says, I'm a professional musician. I depend on my hands for a living. That said, I've had severe arthritis for 25 years, and I'm telling you, I've tried everything. And nothing worked until I found Relief Factor. It takes the pain away, and I absolutely love it. Thank you so much. Michael, I've been where you are. I got my life back as well with Relief Factor. It's great to finally find some relief. If you struggle with pain, please just try Relief Factor. You're skeptical. I get it. So was I. But if it works for you, you get your life back. Your life changes. Just try the three-week quick start. If it's not working for you in three weeks, it's not going to work. 1995, it's a quick start. Take as directed. It's not a drug, so it's not going to whack you out. ReliefFactor.com relieffactor.com or call 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF 800-4-RELIEF relieffactor.com Feel the difference. Tonight, it's Studios America and Glenn TV Live blazetv.com slash Glenn the promo code is question everything. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, you know, I just saw uh, Nikki Haley in a statement. She's telling the GOP to be pragmatic on abortion. I don't know what that means. What is prag? What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, I think you want to keep your concerns practical over the children that are dying. Okay, you don't, you don't want right. to overdo it. All right, so you know like I mean? I'm I'm like at the gates of Auschwitz. And they're like, yeah. hey, be more pragmatic of, you know, freeing all these people from the gas chamber. Right. Like, right. you don't want to make people get all up in arms over yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. You know good, what I mean? Good. Yeah. All right. You know, I'm really tired of uh, pragmatic. I'm tired <laughs> of compromise. This is where compromise has gotten us. Okay. This is where compromise has gotten us. All of those tactics of not staying up, uh, standing up for things that are verifiably true. That is a baby in her womb 
that is a baby in her womb. You'd never have the right to kill a baby. Ever. Period. Sorry. See, this is not the pragmatic approach we're looking for. No, it's for. not. It's well, not. How about this? Just, let me just, let's just workshop this a little bit. Okay. Sometimes you have the right to kill children. No. Yeah, what about something no. like that? Is no. that a good pra- no, you What don't. about something like that? No, and you look, don't. I like Nikki Haley. I, you know, I mean, I understand there is an, a legitimate issue to discuss here, which is, uh, and this is not my concern, but I understand why people say it. They say, well, if, if you're too extreme, you'll lose voters. And if you lose voters, you lose elections. And if you lose elections, it affects the abortion policy negatively anyway. Mm-hmm. So taking a strong stand mm-hmm. and jamming it in everybody's face at the beginning might wind up hurting the cause well, in the okay. long term. They're That's the make, argument. They're going to make this an issue. I'm going to say, if I'm running for president, yeah, abortion is on the agenda. And uh, we are a long way away from safe, rare, and legal. Long way away from that. What has happened to our country is absolute evil. We are so far away. We're not talking about moms that are struggling anymore. We're not talking about finding ways to help them. What we're talking about now is celebrate killing a child. No. No. That goes against everything in our Judeo-Christian culture, period. I, you know, I wrote a list out today of, for me, for the show, of what I want to prioritize, what I have to focus on every single day. Because I come in and I get about 80 stories that have been called uh, overnight for me uh, by my producers and my work the night before. And we spend about 21 hours. As soon as I get off the air, this begins again. And we start looking for stories and everything else. And then I come in 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. And I start going through all of the stories. And then try to piece them together on what fits. How do I tell this story? What's important? What's not? Well, they're all important. But we have to prioritize. And I, I would ask you to join me in this. I don't care what your priorities are. But I would ask you to prioritize because we're all tired. We all are like, I don't want to do this. Well, I know I don't want to do it either. I don't want to do this. But we don't have that choice if we want to play a positive role in building the kingdom of God and uh, just preserving man's rights. If we lose them here at this time with AI and everything else, I'm telling you, it'll be a very long time before our our children generations from now will be free to ask, what the hell was wrong with my great great grandfather? Well, why? How did they not see this? So prioritize. I'm going to prioritize God. And when I say God, I don't mean religion. I mean, God, the things that are the basic Ten Commandments, love one another. Take care of each other. Those kinds of things. You got to get the basics down. Be a man of honor. Let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. That's why when she says we have to be pragmatic. No, it is time for clear spoken truth. I, I have no time for people who are hemming and hawing and looking for the right, you know, uh, 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 word that has been run through the research groups. No. Tell me what you believe. Tell me who you are. May not agree with everything, but I want to know exactly what you believe. So 
I'm standing for God, which to me is the truth, those big eternal truths. My search for truth is the second on my list for priorities. The next is children. The unborn children are children that are now being mutilated. Children that are now being run across the border. I don't know if you heard this. But there was a whistleblower that came out and said, we are basically in bed with human traffickers on our border. I got to give it to you next hour. It's an astounding thing that's coming from a whistleblower in our government. Well, that's probably a conspiracy theory. No, no, probably not. Not a lot that sounds crazy is uh, is a conspiracy theory anymore. You know, used to be like, ah, we used to make, uh, you know, it's a Hollywood set for the moon. We didn't actually go. That was pretty easy to go. Nah, I don't think so. Because, uh, you know, I, I know people who were there at liftoff. So, nope, don't think so. Now, now the craziest conspiracy theories. Uh, you know, the United States uh, looks like they're in bed with the... Uh, Human trafficking uh, down on our border. That was so easy to say, no, not possible. Not now. Not now. Children, our family, and standing for the Bill of Rights. I'm not against all this stuff. I'm for the Bill of Rights. I'm not against your lies. I'm for truth. That's what that's. Because I'm for truth, I have to say, no, you're not a woman. You're a dude in a dress. Not because I hate you or anything else. Because I must speak the truth. That's how we need to fight. We need to decide what are we for? What are our big priorities? I don't want to lose everything. But I'll lose everything worldly as long as we don't lose our freedom and our souls. So prioritize. And it's, it's really, it's, it's time for you to prioritize and also know the game that is being played. Tonight I'm doing a special on Blaze TV. It is, people are hungry for the truth. They want to know, who do I trust? Who do I trust? Well, really, trust God. Don't trust. Don't even trust me. Know that I am telling you, and I, I, this is true, but I don't want you to take my word for it. I am telling you, I do everything I can to find the truth, the God's honest truth, and give it to you no matter what. I've just recently re-upped in my own mind. Okay, we're going to the next level. You're going to go there? Yep, I will. That You have to do that too. Games continue to change. You need to re-up. You need to raise your hand to the square and say, I'm making a covenant with you. I'm on your side. And I will say and do the things you want me to do. Find out yourself. Listen and watch people. Tonight, I'm going to show you that there is a delay tactic and there is no time for delay anymore. Um, you have to really be aware of what's going on. This is the time when I said you're going to hear. We're just at the beginning of it. So it's going to get much more important. But I've said for years, there's going to come a time 
when you are going to be going someplace and you think it's fine and you'll have a whisper from the spirit and it'll say, stop, turn around, don't do that. Go, go the other way. And you must be so disciplined that you do that right then. Follow the spirit. Always. Um, we're entering those times. And any kind of delay that causes you to dismiss things, things when it comes, how does somebody go bankrupt? You go bankrupt for over a long period of time. And then all of a sudden, okay, with the financial crisis in 08, I was talking about that when, Stu, 04? Mm-hmm. I was talking, this housing stuff doesn't make sense. It's not going to make sense. It's going to collapse. It's got to collapse and it'll be a big one. Everybody dismissed it. Well, when it happened, I was prepared. Many people in this audience were prepared. Okay? You're going to hear things. And it's going to take a long time to get there. But we're now entering the time where it's going to be all of a sudden, boom, it's here. How long have I talked to you about AI? 25, 30 years I've been telling you about this time with AI. Hopefully you were somewhat prepared and, you know, you won't be freaking out when it really starts to get dicey, but it's coming and look how fast it's mutating long time all of a sudden. So the thing that you have to know is anyone you have to watch the language when everybody is saying the same thing seems coordinated when everybody is saying, oh, that's a right wing crazy zealot conspiracy theory. I'm going to tell you right now, dismiss that every time. If you're hearing everybody in the media saying that, dismiss it. And you will know why tonight. When you see what we've put together on just that alone, you will know who's telling the truth and who is not telling the truth. And how do I, people ask me this all the time. How do I know? How do I know? Well, this one is a big tip off. And I'll show it to you tonight, and I'll explain what it all means. That's tonight at 9 o'clock. If you haven't joined the Blaze uh, yet, please join the Blaze. We need you now more than ever. Um, you know, and one, one reason is I really would like to have a giant pile of cash that Tucker Carlson could just bathe in if he wanted to. Uh, <laughs> But uh, join us for the truth and the information. It'll cost you about a cup, a cup and a half of coffee from Starbucks a month. Um, please join us. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Uh, use the promo code question everything. Or, you know, if it makes you feel better, dump Fox. You can use either that question everything or dump Fox uh in the promo code and you'll save twenty dollars now blaze tv.com slash glenn and we will see you tonight at 9 p.m actually eight actually 8 p.m come early watch well, studios not. america which is on at eight unlike other networks that don't have their shows on at eight anymore does he not sound like now AI? look at listen he sounded like ai now, watch come eight watch studios america <laughs> we are still available at 8 p.m eastern we are not a robot <laughs> uh okay yeah, make sure you join us. Uh, Stu's show is great. I'm going to be on it today, right? I don't think you are today. You've got oh, some other stuff going on. darn it. Which I'm uh, oh, very shoot. disappointed. I'd love so it. it'll be a, Should we open up the schedule for you? I'd love to nope, have you on. It'll be an even better show because mm. I'm not there. Anyway, um, I'm a simple man. I think you're probably pretty simple. You just want things. You know, I want people to make money. 
I want you to make a profit, but I want a good deal. I, uh, I don't want to do business with people who hate my guts and are working against me and my family. Kind of a big deal, right? I mean, it used to be no problem. Patriot Mobile is that company for mobile service. Get out and away from the big three. We have got to start putting our money and supporting those institutions that are trying to do the right thing. We are, we are uh, under the gun right now. That's why I asked you to join Blaze TV. That's why I asked you to, to join Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is working to protect the Bill of Rights, to protect your religious freedom, the Second Amendment. They are on the right side. They're on God's side. They try and they give you a great service for a mobile phone. You're going to get the same coverage you get from any of the big three because they're on the same towers. You're going to get better customer service and you're going to save money. What's not to like on this? Change and switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or you can call them at 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. I mean, this is the Glenn Beck program is kind of like a drug treatment program. You know, I can't just give you the truth all day. I got to make sure because you haven't you, your system can't handle it. Mm. So I got to give you just a little bit of, you know, Kamala Harris uh, <laughs> now and then. Here she is yesterday. So mm-hmm. I think it's very important, mm-hmm. as you have heard from so many, so many incredible leaders. Yes. For us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, yeah. mm-hmm. to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present. Wow. And to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist in the history and in the moment as it relates not only to the past, but the future. Oh my, oh gosh. my gosh. She doesn't say anything. She's Never. so many words and nothing of substance I ever don't think comes she out. doesn't have a she cannot have a writer i mean unless the writer yeah. is like well you you could write that yeah. for her oh my god it would be like watch i'll make her say this and it won't make any sense yeah i mean the writer might be hostile if she has one what the hell is that she's so she's a weird thing where she'll say the exact same phrase three or four times in a row yeah as if that's what you're supposed to do she has this one phrase called uh uh, she says, um, we have to look to the future, unburdened to what has been. And she said it has to be a thousand times. We have veepthoughts.com mm-hmm. where we put up all these ridiculous Kamala Harris quotes. This is a good one. And this is a, this is a classic. This, yeah, is, the, this, this, is, this is, is like, like boilerplate. Yeah. Like yeah. when we're training the next generation of the, Veep Thoughts if, people, we will give Saturday them this clip. Saturday Night Live came out and said, we can't be funny because that is real life. I would understand. I would it. understand it. Yeah. How do they not parodying that though? How do they not have someone imitating Kamala Harris just doing this? It's not even mean. She's just like this bumbling sort of loser who goes up Dan on stage. Dan Quayle years ago made one mistake, one mistake on a chalkboard. Yep. Potato. 
And they made him look like a bumbling idiot. For years. For years. Gerald Ford. Did he really fall down that much? I don't remember seeing the footage. (laughs) With Kamala, they got nothing. Let's just realize that we're in the moment. This Uh, this moment moment in time? This moment in time. In time? In time, we're in this moment. And And that's the moment. Live in this moment. This moment. In time. You know, this is good. Uh, Minnesota Democrats want to remove the language from the state's Human Rights Act that clarifies that pedophilia is not uh, protected sexual orientation. For some reason, I'm having a hard time coming up with what that reason is, other than they're pedophiles. I mean, what? You have good friends that are pedophiles. What? What the hell is that? We've got to remove that um, because, you know, it's uh, protected. No, it's not a protected anything. That's happening in Minnesota. So what's happening in Virginia today? Something I think more powerful on the good than that evil. And that's pretty dark. I'll tell you about it in 60 seconds. So how are things looking? You know, Stu, you should call Carol Roth back and find out why we shouldn't just buy uh, the uh, First Republic Bank Bank at $4 a share. Because you know they're going to bail them out. Right. And it'll go back up to like 100 bucks. I mean... (laughs) They're just going to throw money at them. Seems like uh, racketeering or <laughs> maybe something. It shouldn't something. be the way the system yeah, works. Yeah, no, but that is the way the system is now. It's all it's all juiced up and, uh, and funny money. You want mm-hmm. real money? Gold. Gold or silver. That's where everyone goes when they are worried about the value of money. When the world starts to go insane, you start going back to gold. China is buying gold by the tons. Same with Russia. Others are getting out. Saudi Arabia is going into gold. Everyone is going into gold or silver. Why? Because that's the last safe haven. So what are we doing? Well, we certainly as a country, we're not buying gold. But are you? Do you have anything that is in not in paper dollars, with the full faith and credit of the United States of America behind it. I want you to call Goldline today. If you already own gold, maybe you should have some silver. I think silver is really a great place to get started and really important in the future. Silver, bars, coins, more to help you along the road with your financial protection. This week, Goldline is um, issuing the very hard-to-find five-ounce silver coins. I've never even seen one. With an additional free silver as their special, buy silver, get more silver free. Right now, don't wait. These are going to sell out this week. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. 
So you may not remember, we were going to do another restoring event. This was going to be called Restoring the Covenant. And we had gone up and uh, started planning it. Uh, and we were going to have a huge event. It was it was going to be an amazing event and um, pretty much uh, lost my shirt on that because COVID happened. And um, gee, uh, I just spent all that money and no one can come. And so it was kind of bad, kind of bad. But it was a glorious uh, thing that I think has to be done. And that is restoring the covenant. A covenant with God is something that is deadly serious you don't break a covenant with god you break it you know he's not going to be mocked so you don't break your covenant with god well we have made all kinds of covenants Uh, our founding fathers when when george washington was elected he went down to i'm trying to remember what the churches down in wall streets do is it saint john's saint i can't remember but it's right at the end uh, by wall street and they just all walked from the inaugural speech there and he prayed on his knees for four hours and dedicated the nation to god and lincoln did it we've done it over and over and over again well we've broken all of our covenants i mean i think if we're trying to get rid of pedophile as uh you know as something that we we deem wrong i think we might be in the territory of being smote, smited, one of those words from the Bible, it's coming. Smootin. Smootin. Mm-hmm. Is that the, that's okay. the proper language? Okay. Yes. All right. So uh, that smootin stuff <laughs> is coming our way. We need to rededicate ourselves and make a covenant with God as a nation again. So Donica Hudson didn't know her at all. She um, sends me, I don't even know how I got it because it's really hard to get stuff to me, but she got a video to me a few weeks ago. Donna, you were listening, and what was it that I said that made you say, uh, you've, you've got to know about this event and you got to come? Well, ironically, and great to be with you, Glenn. Thank you. Ironically, it was, you were on Tucker Carlson. <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. Then, wow. Yeah, and then on the broadcast the next morning, you reiterated it. What you said is not only are we a covenant people, but you were talking about the state of our nation. And by the way, I'm going to play that video when we introduce you tonight. Oh, good. Everybody can see my fat face on TV as well as in person. (laughs) Come on. You're beautiful. (laughs) It's all right. (laughs) So, but you can't watch that short interview and not be moved. In fact, I had a barrage of people sending me that interview because we were planning this event. Well, in all honesty, I didn't know that you had planned a Restoring Covenant yeah. event at Gettysburg. But I had this grieving come over me when you said that basically our country is in shambles. We don't know God. You made a national call to prayer right there on Tucker Carlson. And I thought, oh, my goodness, something's happening. I, I, had, I couldn't quit weeping. And I don't go around crying all the time. I'm a doer, you know? So what and, happened what, before this? What led you to think we have to restore the covenant? Because that's not okay. normal thinking in today's world. Okay, let me just go there. And it ties in with what you were talking about with the pedophilia. Okay. In 2015... My husband and I sued the federal government, the Department of Education, and the Department of Justice for not protecting our children in bathrooms, locker rooms, and showers in North Carolina. 
my daughter was going to be forced to shower with a biological male. This mama said, no way, not on my watch. And at that point, I began seeking God. What has happened to our country? I think like many people who are listening, you know, we're parents, we're everyday, ordinary moms and dads trying to raise a good family with the American dream. Well, that is just shot out of Hades right now because of the state of our nation. And it's because basically the church has been asleep. So I began to ask God, what's going on? How do we remedy this? And I, I had a God encounter, and I was instructed to pray third heaven prayers. The only problem with that, Glenn, is I didn't have a clue what that meant. I don't know so, what that means either. I know. Well, I, grew, you know, I didn't grow up talking about the three heavens, but they are in the Bible. And just for those The moon, the sun, and the stars? Yeah. Well, okay, so the first heaven is where we live here on earth. The second heaven is really where Satan's throne is. It's what you see, the moon, the sun, the stars, the universe. And the third heaven is what we know about with the streets of gold, paradise, where we'll go to live eternally with Jesus. So I began to find out that our civil covenants are stored in the third heaven, just like Israel's. And the Lord, so the the meaning of pray third heaven prayers took on a whole new meaning. In other words, there are very few covenants that are civil covenants that call upon the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as an interpositionary figure. And ours do, all of them, from the first landing, 1607, dedication covenant, where the colonists landed here, all the way to our Declaration of Independence, our Constitution, all 50 state constitutions, our Mayflower Compact. They are all recognized in heaven. And so by... What God was doing was giving us a solution, mm-hmm. because I didn't go around thinking about covenant. I mean, I knew I made a covenant with my husband, till death do us part. I got that. I understand that Jesus died on the cross for us, and that's our blood covenant. I had no clue, and it was a revelation about civil covenants that called upon God. Good for so, you. Yeah. Donica, I have to tell you, um, it's amazing how our leaders in our faith have failed us over and over and over again. I just heard a, a, a priest. Um, I was watching him on YouTube. He was talking about, you know, people say you're a liberal priest or a conservative priest. No, if you're not standing up as a preacher and saying abortion is wrong, child mutilation is wrong, then you're not a liberal priest. You're not a priest. That's a right. priest says this. And people have to understand that. Our, so many of our churches, no matter what denomination, they are mm-hmm. not willing to stand up and speak the truth. And so he's calling on people. I mean, I don't mean this in an offensive way. Like you. Somebody that yeah. you're not trained right. in. it. You don't have a church. You don't have anything. You're just doing it because you'll listen and you'll do it. That's exactly right. And I think it is a grassroots movement of we the people who know Jesus and are in covenant with him that are taking back our country. And you are leading that marvelously, too, my friend. I I listen to you and I hear the results. You're different from other media. The blaze is different. You have an understanding of the times and your people who listen to you take action to to stand for righteousness, that doesn't happen happen anywhere else that I know of. Yeah, with a, certainly not on lamestream media. Yeah, 
Well, Donica, I'm going to be there tonight. I'm um, I'm coming to. Is it Virginia Beach where I'm going? I don't even know. They just will put yeah, me on a plane and. <laughs> yep. Virginia, Virginia Beach. Beach. Okay. That's where the colonists landed at Cape Henry and planted that huge wooden cross on April 29th of 1607. Okay. And that's where they made the first covenant on this land, dedicating this land to God and the gospel mm-hmm. and Christ and all of it. Um, and uh, I, I'm getting there as soon as I can this afternoon. Uh, where do people go if they want to attend? Uh, can they still attend? Oh, absolutely. You go to firstlanding1607.com. And if you can't come in person, there's a few tickets left. You can click on register for a live stream. You can also, as a church, register for a live stream, and that's free. I will tell you that uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm probably going to make an announcement there tonight, but uh, I'll do it on the air tomorrow. Uh, Something that, um, that you caused in in me um and um you've started something here donica and uh i'll see you in a few hours thank you you started something in me (laughs) and i am grateful to you likewise thank you you, donica donica hudson um you can go to firstlanding1607.com i know if you're not a religious person because i didn't know any of this stuff either i didn't know any of it um and uh I started learning about history and and looking at all of the proclamations and the way they were written. And I tried to get our Congress just to pass the exact same proclamation calling us to fasting, prayer, repentance, and to recovenant with God that Abraham Lincoln wrote after Gettysburg. Okay. No one in Congress, no one in the Senate. I mean, Mike Lee was like, I'll introduce it, Glenn. He said, but it's not going anywhere, anywhere. No one will sign this. And I'm like, it's Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, well, we're not in Abraham Lincoln territory anymore. So join us uh, if you can at Virginia Beach uh, tonight and join me tomorrow for, I think, a pretty big, uh, exciting announcement. And tonight also... I'm going to let you in on a secret. I've already taped the show. Yeah, I know. It's really good. I taped it yesterday. It's a chalkboard show. And I got chalk all over myself and my fingers and my face because it's crazy. You want to watch it tonight, 9 o'clock, Blaze TV. We do try to be different and give you action steps. Today is a a very important one. Tonight at 9, you will learn. um, You will learn how a certain tool is being used. Everybody always says, how do I know who's telling the truth? Tonight, we'll show you, and we'll show you why things are happening because it takes people off track. You need to stay on track. Tonight, 9 o'clock, join us, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Uh, use the promo code question everything, and you get uh, $20 off your annual subscription, or you can, I mean, if you feel better, you could also use Dump Fox. If you've dumped Fox, join us, blazetv.com slash Glenn, promo code, question everything, or dump Fox and save 20%. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Your credit card debt is getting more expensive all the time. And if you're only able to make the minimum payment each month, it can be overwhelming trying to find a way out of debt. 
it's going to take years because most months you're not even touching the principal balance. It is a racket, especially. I mean, I don't even know because I've never been to a loan shark, but aren't loan shark. That's like 40, 50 percent, isn't it? In interest. Isn't it something crazy? I don't know. I've never wanted my legs broken. So um, but the interest rate for credit cards is going to get higher and higher and it's going to get harder and harder and they're going to start limiting spending. It's going to be bad. So, look, if that's your situation right now, it is better if you have a home to at least look in to a refi on your mortgage and a consolidation loan and pay off that high interest credit card debt and pay, you know, 5% interest as opposed to 25% interest. It's a family-owned mortgage company that's in it for you, and they're saving an average of $1,000 a month for people who are calling in and doing business with them. You could close in as fast as 10 days. Call is free, no obligation. It is American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Stu, help me out on this. Help me out on this. Minnesota Democrats want to remove the language, remove the language from the state's Human Rights Act, which clarifies that pedophilia is not included in the protected, uh, protected sexual orientation class. Okay, so they want to remove mm-hmm. that that's not covered. So someone years ago, months ago, weeks ago, <laughs> said, hey, you know, I'm a little worried about where we're going here. Let's just be overt that pedophilia is not a protected class. Correct. And now, and now the Democrats, I mean, give me, I'm, I'm being serious. Can anyone give me a legitimate Oh, no, they're they're only doing it because why? Why? I can't think of a legitimate reason to take that out of state documents and saying, no, it just does not. Let's be really super clear. Pedophiles are pedophiles. They're not protected. We have a call. Is it Jared from Subway's on the line to explain? Jared. Uh, Jared. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it really is almost there. We're almost Uh, to that crazy level. Because, I mean, like. Republicans at times will try to pass bills like that say, hey, what if we don't kill children six months after they're born and re- Democrats will never vote for them? And they, right. they say things like, oh, well, you're just trying to yeah, this is a slippery slope or you're just trying to make a point and we're no one's killing babies at six months old. But, yeah, like, but at least we admit it. We'll <laughs> say, yeah, we're trying to get rid of abortion. Right. They, they'll deny it all no. the time. Yeah. We are trying to get rid of abortion, but we've seen also where you're going and we're concerned that maybe we should set up a firewall at some absurd point so that at some point in the future when you're saying, you know, these Republicans only want to kill babies up to one month after birth, <laughs> we'll have a thing to say, wait a minute, we put this marker down before. Right. And this is the type of thing that seems to have happened here. I mean, really... When you're arguing on be overtly on behalf of pedophiles, it's I mean, yeah, how do, how do you fit? I don't even do the show are, in this environment. If you are a Democrat in Minnesota, why aren't you on the phone today going, can you explain this one to me? I mean, I'm all with you. I'm with spending. I'm with I'm with all of it. 
pedophilia? What's the argument? Honestly, they'd probably say, well, look, this is just Republicans trying to make enemies out of people. Uh, you know, they do th- they do make the argument often that pedophilia nope. is not necessarily, Mm-mm. that doesn't mean you've done anything. That just means you may have a, uh, a predetermined uh, inkling to want to diddle kids. And that's okay, not so here what we want to necessarily. Proponents of the change mm-hmm. argue that the current language perpetuates a stereotype yeah. that gay people are attracted to children. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't see that. Nobody's saying that you are a protected class. This is clearing this up. You're a homosexual protected class. Pedophiles. Not. Not a protected class. I mean, you'll be protected behind bars. <laughs> you're well, protected from the weather good behind luck with bars. That protection. You got yeah. that going on for you, but that should be kind of the end of the protection. That's amazing. There's no limit to this, Glenn. There really I know, isn't. I, I know. keep thinking there's a limit. There's no limit. Oh, no, there's not. There's no. Again, I go back to this fact I learned this week. I didn't know this. French Revolution. They changed the year 1791, the year that 1791 or 92, the year of the French Revolution. They One of the first things they did was change it to the year zero, mm. saying everything that happened before is nonsensical and it doesn't matter. This is we're starting over. It's the year zero. When you are denying time, mm. you you there is no limit. no limit. There is no limit for you. All right. Back in just a minute. Uh, there's no limit also for Bill Gates. Wait until you hear the the latest thing Bill Gates is for uh, for 10-year-olds to learn. No, it's really important. No, no. No, no, no. Is Bill Gates a protected class? Because m- maybe Minnesota should, should look into that as well. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. In almost all cases, the secret of success in buying or selling a home is just having the right real estate agent. Now, it's not just, you know, somebody who knows how to find a good home, you know, that fits in your budget. You can, I mean, you can honestly have AI do that. Get a home out there that's the best possible price. You can do that with, you know, <laughs> just a, one of those uh, websites you go to and what is it? Homes.com or whatever. You can find your house, okay? You need somebody who knows really what the price of your house is actually worth in the condition it's in, what you could do to improve that price, plus knows all of the people that can get it done quickly. Then not only can they listen to you so you find the right house, but they can negotiate the best price. These are only the best of the best agents that can really do this time and time again. Realestateagentsitrust.com is a service that recommends those kinds of uh, agents to you. You just tell us where you're buying or selling across the street or across the country. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Great night tonight on Blaze TV. Don't miss it. Studios America, Glenn TV back to back. It's blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code question everything. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 
Uh, so Woodrow Wilson. Oh my gosh, he's talking about Woodrow Wilson again. Why? Woodrow Wilson is he still dead. Woodrow is, Wilson is still dead. Is still dead. Mm-hmm. Is still dead. Uh, I have that newspaper. That headline. <laughs> you did. Uh, a listener sent it to me years ago. I still have it hanging in my office. I think I'm going to bring it on tour. You should. Just on the Woodrow Wilson section, it'll just say Woodrow Wilson dead. <laughs> Uh, and the crowd cheers. <laughs> anyway, Woodrow Wilson, uh, he wanted an administrative state. Now, what does that mean? We have a we have a country that is built on checks and balances. You have the Congress, which has the sl- the uh, shortest term. Every two years, you got to vote for that person. Every two years, why? Because they didn't want somebody in there that the people closest to home did not like. They want to get them in there. And if you're not standing up for those things, we vote you out. Okay. And their their main job is to watch over the budget. By the way, they're doing their job. They are now uh, passing today. It looks like it'll be introduced and passed uh, in the House of Representatives a budget deal, which will which would allow the debt to be increased. Okay. That this whole thing can be over today. But Biden has already said, I'm not doing it. He's going to veto it. Okay. So the reason why we have so many problems is because Congress gave away their right to the budget. That's their check on power. Shut the money down. Okay. Can't do it now. The Senate was supposed to be the check for the states. You didn't vote for senators. Why we now care about voting for Bernie Sanders or not in Vermont and people will go up and campaign for Bernie Sanders is because they're not doing the job of the checks and balance. They were supposed to be the check on uh, the big government people that would hurt the states. Okay, so they were there to check the power of Washington and make sure the state was still first and foremost. That's gone. Then you have the presidency, which is an important office. His job is to uh, follow the people, make sure the Constitution is uh, being followed, and he's the chief executive. But he's also the head of the administration. And because you've gutted the House and the Senate, now the administration makes all of the laws and sets the spending. Okay, you have no check or balance. So, you know, you go to the DMV, that's an administrative thing in the state. You have a bad experience at the DNV. Who do you call? Seriously, I want to talk to your supervisor. And do you think they care? No, because they can't get fired. Why? Because they're in a union and the state can't fire union people. I mean, even FDR was against this. He said, you cannot unionize the federal government. Well, they did. Okay. So you don't have anybody. Nobody answers to you anymore. Only the people who have lost their power in the House and the Senate. They answer to you and the president. But as you've seen, you can elect a president. And if the administrative state is strong enough, it doesn't matter who the president is. And we're not supposed to question anything because the administrative state that Woodrow Wilson dreamt of was filled with experts. And I'm going to show you I'm going to show you tonight 
at nine o'clock on Blaze TV, I'm going to show you the three things, the three major things that an authoritarian has got to do to control a population. And they've done all three. And the last one kind of um, really revolves around experts. Tell me the last time you heard an expert that was right on something very important that was with all of the other experts. You'll understand this so clearly tonight. Tell me the one you've seen on TV that agrees with all of the other experts. And you're like, well, they turned out to be right. Because I can't think of them. Now, I'm going to play something from Sky News. This is uh, from Great Britain. It's the Sunday Surgery Show, which sounds fascinating. (laughs) Uh, And it's two doctors. One of them is the host, and the other one is a clinical researcher. They're talking about COVID and the problems with COVID. Now, it's like a call-in show. I personally think, well, I won't, I won't tell you until afterwards which one I think is right or wrong, or are they both right, both wrong. This is a problem that we have to solve. Listen. Let me just pick you up on something you said. You said these side effects are rare. I don't believe that. Uh, why well, would, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Why is this switchboard lit up? Why are we getting all these messages? Why are clinicians like Rene, like me, like many of our colleagues also seeing these effects? How do you actually explain to my mother why she was very fit and well? She had a booster. She's now got myeloma. She has myocarditis, which we know was caused by that vaccine. I wish she'd never had that booster, to be honest. Look, I'm very sorry for your mum having a very important in, and difficult in, uh, situation, myeloma. It's, that's a very serious thing. But listen, you're a, you're a doctor and you should know better that you shouldn't do cause and effect just like that and say to the Well, that audience, was actually, the co- that, that, that causation was, was approved by UCLA in Los Angeles. Uh, well, they may do, but that doesn't mean that UCLA Los Angeles is the font of all knowledge and it's always right. Come on, you're educated. You know this better than than for me to remind you that you shouldn't just ascribe cause and effect just because you think UCLA or one professor or some other place has done it. You know, we have we have checks, we have balances, we have we have we have monitoring bodies okay. and, uh, and you need to have faith in these things. Okay, I'm, maybe I'm too close to this because I'm pretty angry indeed, about the indeed. whole... Indeed, indeed. I'm sorry for you. No, 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 really indeed. But, but, but we're hearing all these stories. So we've heard all these stories all morning about people getting transverse myelitis. We've heard about people with neuropathies. We've heard about people with inoperable tumours that they didn't have before the vaccine. Now, obviously, I cannot say that's cause and effect. But at the same time, <laughs> it does seem incredibly odd. Okay, so who's right and who's wrong there? depending on which side of the COVID thing you're on, uh, might make your decision for you. If you are for the vaccines, you would say the Indian doctor. If you're against the vaccines, you might say the British guy. I say neither of them are right. There is only one statement that I agree with wholeheartedly, and it was the one question that was never addressed, and that is, How do you explain these things? Because there's lots of ways to explain things. I mean, people always have weird things that happen to them. You got the you got the um, uh, the vaccine and suddenly, you know, you have a twitchy eye. Well, that might be the vaccine. It might be something else entirely. We don't know. 
studies have to be done. What we do know is there's a lot of things that are being um, uh, uh, ascribed to the vaccine that I think are actual results of taking the vaccine. But I don't know that. How do you explain what that conversation should have been is, look, my mom is uh, so I'm close to this. My mom has had it. And I've seen a lot of patients that are coming in with stuff I've never seen before. How do you explain those things? The answer should have been, well, there are several studies going on here, here and here. And we need to look at those studies. And UCLA, you're right. It did come out. But that's one study. Instead, what he says is you've got to trust the system. You've got to trust being a doctor. No, I'm sorry. That's not good enough anymore. I don't trust the doctors. I don't trust the system. I don't trust the National Health uh, Institute. I don't trust Dr. Fauci. I did at the beginning. He didn't earn my trust. He earned my scorn. So now, how are you going to fix this? The only way to do it is to admit the problems, admit the facts that we now know are true, that you called a conspiracy, a dangerous conspiracy theory that would destroy democracy. You have to admit we were wrong in that. We shouldn't have ever said those things because this, this and this that fell under that category are true. And start rebuilding your credibility. We can't just shout at each other, but we can say, how do you explain this? And then demand that to be answered. You're not allowed to ask questions now. They want you to shut up. So don't make accusations. Just ask, how do you explain this? Because they can't explain it, at least at this point on a lot of fronts. How do you explain that uh, inflation is as bad as it is? We're not selling our debt to foreign countries. It's all going to the Fed right now. You're spent an extra $6 trillion after inflation. The Fed is trying to suck that money back in. You're spending even more. How do you explain how this is not going to end the way it always has in every single uh, uh, event. Every single time this has been tried, it ends in hyperinflation. How do you explain that this won't? Well, the experts say. Yeah, I know. It's interesting. I think one of the things we should get more comfortable with is an answer to your question. Um, How do you explain this? That goes something like, I don't know. Yes. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe, I'm not sure. It could be this. could be this. I'm not sure yet. We need to keep running studies. We need to learn more. And then what needs to 100% be associated with an answer? Because an answer like I don't know is okay in science. It's actually like part of it and in, in a needed part of it. And I would argue the same for, for economies as well. I mean, we don't always know how these policies are going to play out. And I think one of the things that needs to go along with an answer of I don't know is also you should not be forced to be involved in this, uh, in my chosen answer, Correct. if we don't know. And, you know, on the economy, we need to watch these metrics. If these metrics, 
you know, in three months, six months, 12 months, then we know the experts were wrong and we've got to immediately reverse course. Yeah. That, that's, that's the right. reasonable way to mm-hmm. do things. Mm-hmm. That's not the way we're doing them. And those are the common sense things that we need to start really um, pushing for. Okay. Joe Biden, he announced his, uh, his candidacy yesterday. The Republicans responded, and you're not going to be, believe the response to the response from the Republicans and the Democrats. It is so predictable. We'll do that in just 60 seconds. Stand by. All right. You want to sleep comfortably. You want to be able to go to sleep. You want to wake up and your neck's not all out of whack. Well, let me tell you about Mike Lindell's Giza Dream Sheets. They are made from the world's best cotton. It's Giza cotton. You heard it? Oh, it's Egyptian cotton. Really isn't that big of a deal. Giza cotton is supposed to be the best. It's really durable. It's soft. It's breathable. Um, You know, and the thing is, I'm fine with saying it's Giza cotton is the, the best cotton in the world. Because when they say, oh, it's Egyptian cotton, it's the best in the world, then they charge you like a thousand bucks for sheets. And you're like, oh, yeah, I don't really care. Giza, you're going to, you can't believe how low these sheets are. They're on sale right now for the lowest price ever. Use the promo code Beck and you can get them for as low as $29.98. I've been sleeping on these sheets every night for years, and they are the best sheets that I've ever owned. They come in multiple colors, styles, uh, and sizes. Now's the time to upgrade your bedding and enhance your sleep. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and check out the sale at Giza Dream Sheets. You can find it now at MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com. Enter the promo code BECK and get that special, or you can call them at 800-966-3117. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Okay, so uh, Joe Biden is uh, running. He won't even they won't even uh, verify that he will serve the full term. (laughs) How could you? Okay, yeah, I know. I know. He's in his 80s. Uh, All right. So he's running and uh, the RNC, they come out with this ad. Play this. Play the ad. This just in, we can now call the 2024 presidential race for Joe Biden. This morning, an emboldened China invades Taiwan. Financial markets are in free fall as 500 regional banks have shuttered their doors. What Border if? agents were overrun by a surge of 80,000 illegals yesterday. What Officials closed if? the city of San Francisco this morning, citing the escalating crime and fentanyl crisis. Who's in charge here? It feels like the okay. train is coming off the so tracks. So they run this, and the whole thing is those pictures were all made by AI. Oh, yeah, that's what I took from it. Yeah, that's what I took from it. Now, they say these are just unreasonable things to even. Are you kidding me? All of those things could happen. I don't care who the president is. All of those things could happen in the next four years. Okay. Some of them, I think, are more likely to happen than not, no matter who the president is. Okay. They say this is so dystopian that it's just not even right to do that. May I just play something from uh, the... 
the uh, campaign for Johnson versus Goldwater? You have it? Little girl out in a field. <laughs> picking flowers of a daisy. It can't count. Six, eight, nine, nine. Six, nine, eight, <laughs> seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. <laughs> These are the stakes to make a world in which all of God's children can live or to go into the dark. We Classic. must either love each other or we must die. Huh. Vote for President Johnson on November 3rd. <laughs> the stakes are too high yeah, for you but, to stay home. Uh, let me tell you, that DNC, RNC ad against Biden was just too crazy, <laughs> too apocalyptic, too dystopian. The Glenn Beck Program.